Okay, well, we should go around introducing who we are, because there's tons of people here this time. I am but Brian Mitchell. And we're here for your event, my, which was what? My senior seminar talk was this morning at 11 on uh, aggregating Twitter data or something like that. I don't remember the whole title. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fa- It goes away so fast. Yeah, I'm done now. Let's think about it. <laughs> Before I introduce myself, I have some real-time follow-up. Speak <laughs> into it. This is, are these for followies? This is for followies and followers. Oh no. Um, <laughs> mostly for followies though, because followers don't, well, neither here nor there. Um, it turns out that monophonic sound is actually the uh, expansion of mono audio. It, it, so mono oh. refers to monophonic sound or monaural sound or something. I can't pronounce Oh yeah, because like binaural, yeah. monaural. Okay. Yeah. You know, oh, no. do but, what? So, so there you have it. Beats. Also, by the way, <laughs> Johnson, uh, you can find me on talk show as at brand because I'm all about that new media. And Speak short into the Microsoft. He is. Look at him. Loud. Yes, yeah, so it is Microsoft. Is, is Patent this, and term. Is, hello. <laughs> <laughs> is it is is this thing on? I don't know. Is it is it working? It, yeah, it, it's, it just... it's, it's ticking along. It doesn't have a waveform, which sucks. So I'm so I'm so I'm not. So what it what it sounds like is that I'm not actually moving the meter at all. I'm there's not... there's no meter. So so there's no meter to move. Therefore, no. I'm not moving the meter. No right. Well, it is fun to be here for the Brian Mitchell show, which is this might as well be at this point. Uh, yeah, I'm Ryan Ramperset. I do production now, and I am so good at production. I don't even buy the right cord. When I'm trying to make one of these shows, well, you got the right the... adapter. Yeah, I got the right adapter after f- just just figuring out for hours what I needed to buy. That was uh, that was great. <sighs> yeah, we have to thank Ian here for organizing this whole show. Because... Oh, I was going to say that when I introduced myself. Yeah, but uh, we don't <laughs> <Thanks> know yourself. <laughs> yeah, so we we have to thank Ian for you know you know finding Brandon and I for finding Brian and suddenly stumbling upon Max <laughs> and finding Sam here. Just I knew that Max is coming. I don't think I've. Ha- I don't know how that happened. <laughs> so this is a first on different levels. I've never been recording a show outside the studio like for real. And except for at the bus stop, that's where it all started. Yeah, there, there wasn't actually the bus stop technically. It was in front of my house, and I didn't record outside. Oh. Um, and I don't think I've had this many people, but physically <laughs> in one place to record before. So this that's is pretty true. cool. If it works, I mean, there's no proof this works. Well, the proof will be when it when it comes out. <laughs> yeah. When we, uh, are are you participating? Okay, thanks. Uh, hi, my name is Sam Roth. I used to guest star on Ian's show once in a while. Um, if these guys are like the A-nerds, I'm like the C-nerd. <laughs> uh, I just kind of got pulled in here. I didn't know that this was going to happen. I don't think this is actually recording. I'm, I'm no, gonna, it is recording. No, I, I'm going to go 75 that this is not going to work out. <laughs> oh. and we're just going to be a bunch of idiots standing here talking to a microphone. So what, what have we been doing for the but, last two but, hours? But that said, it will only be the six of us who ever see this show. So, <laughs> okay. so this Luckily, matters. Sam... Even though you're a C nerd and we're A nerds, we have an A to C adapter here. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and now I'm gonna go kill myself. <laughs> is that another microphone? Yeah. This is Max Marty making my speak into the Microsoft and completely accidental return to podcasting. Accidental. Do you remember what? Oh. <laughs> Do you remember what was the last episode you were on on the network? Yes. Years ago, I I was on with Emma. Yes. He was only on ever one episode, and he hated me so much. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's common. <laughs> I know. Was that the one about what you would bring to a desert island? No. It was the one about bananas. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah, like, he remembers I all the shows. I remember all the shows. 
Uh, we got what he's got in his life. I Come guess on. I you do listen to for Supercuts. Yeah, that's pretty much why. Uh, I'm Ian Buck, and uh, I had this whole intro planned out, and I don't remember any of it. Um, Boo, get off the mic, you suck! I do, I do, I really do. I guess what, oh, I know what I can say. So despite the fact that you can't remember the title of yours, and despite the fact that mine was over a year ago, uh, I remember that the title of mine was Infotainment Interface Design in Automobiles. He's got notes. I have the whole... Oh, you cheater. You printed it out? It's the schedule from the early today. Aggregating information based on geolocated Twitter data. Now put it in your own words. <laughs> that is hard. Words. Are, you made that title. Uh, Elena made that title. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Okay. Fair enough. Oh, man. And hopefully, hopefully, uh, Liv will be joining us soon. She messaged me saying One, that she... One, two, yeah. three, four, five, six, seven people? This is exciting. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And I don't actually, know if my CMS can handle it. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that every single person here has been on at least one episode at somewhere on the Nexus There's before. There's so many phones. Who was it? That was mine. Okay. That was Can I just say, Brandon, like I really appreciated uh, during one of the talks uh-huh. when it was at the 50-minute mark. And yeah, that was Your good. watch made the noise and mine buzzed at the exact same time. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I was like, is this mine? Wait, mine's never on ringer. I know. No, it will, and you're not going to believe this too because you're not going to believe this too because I actually had it set up. Ooh, is that a? Um, it's not the Apple a, Band. It's a. Third but party. it's a NATO. It's yes. a NATO watch. Nice. Okay, we'll have to talk about that later. Anyway, <laughs> you know, as I was saying, um, so I set my watch to have the ringer on for navigation purposes, which of course we never use because Ian is awesome right. and uh, knows how to go places. Um, and of course, I didn't ever have the presence of mind to turn off. Until the time to stand up, lazy person alarm. <laughs> oh yeah! At precisely what would you say that was? Eleven fifty a.m. Probably something like that. Yeah. Huh. Eleven. Okay. Yeah. 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 There's in the morning. Fifty p.m. Something like that. I think it was eleven fifty. I don't know what it was. Eleven fifty. Because it's, yeah, that's right. Because the second time. Oh wait, no. I, it, I sh- it couldn't have been eleven fifty because I was standing at whole. I was standing the whole time. So that's it Twelve fifty. It okay. was twelve fifty because I know it wasn't during yours. That's right. Because I actually, yeah, that, okay, that would make sense. So now that I've been incoherently babbling about my Apple Watch for so, a while, don't worry, there's yeah, no time on that. Question about that Apple Watch. Yeah. Uh, does, so the, <laughs> it has ringer mode. Does it only vibrate or does it also make noise? Yes. <laughs> um, yes to which part? <laughs> both. Uh, so it, 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 if you, so let me, let me show you right now. So I. Real time demo. Real time demo. I uh, just turned off silent mode on my watch. Now, if I set a timer for like one minute, uh, one of us will be interrupted by the awesome noise coming. Oh, it's, this is like a game. Like, we talk too long. Yeah. I have another question about the watch. How much does Apple pay you to advertise? Oh, that? come on. <laughs> uh, Look at this guy. He's a Google the, man. I think the uh, precise amount. Whatever. The precise amount is negative $350. Per year. Per year, yeah. Yeah, I was curious because I have a Pebble now and uh, it only vibrates. So luckily for me, that means that when, even when my phone is in do not disturb mode, uh, I can just leave it on. I think we're getting and uh, <laughs> at school. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Liv, come hey. introduce yourself onto the impromptu recording that we totally planned out earlier. Okay, no, okay. <laughs> it's good to see you. I need to hug. Okay. Well, while Brandon is here and Brian is still here and Ian is going off and celebrating. So we have some questions about the uh, smiling software. We do. What are the questions again? I forgot. Oh, so how did that tie into the geolocation data system stuff? 
Oh, perfect timing. Uh, no time for that question. Imagine yes, so <laughs> I realize uh, now when you bring that up, maybe I should have done a little more. So the, that paper was 14 pages long, so there's a ton of stuff. Yeah. Um, I chose to present on what I did because I thought it was more like, interesting. However, they did do some things with location. So they could use, um, they found that neighborhoods that had statistically higher income levels were happier than those with lower income. Okay. Looking at demographics of people in different locations and comparing that. Um, yeah, with my three examples, it was hard to fit in. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, it seemed like it was fine during the thing, but afterwards when we were talking about it, we just couldn't remember what it had to do with Geo. Yeah, um, more information, better. Uh-huh. I, I mean, like, at some point you have to know what country they're from or city, Yeah. so that's used for comparing a certain location. Right. Yeah. Ooh, I have a question. So are you particularly tired because you're sitting in or do you always have bags underneath your eyes? It's just, it's much I don't sleep as much as I should. Uh, last night I went to bed probably about 1.30, woke up at 9, however a roommate was up at 5 a.m. to go to a uh, rugby competition this weekend, so I did wake up and was tossing. But you know, stress before this doesn't make me sleep super duper well. Right, but hey, now you're basically done. You're basically graduating. So just come back in. I have a big robotics assignment to do tomorrow. I mean, Monday that I have not started, so let's see how that goes. We'll get going. That's you. Tomorrow. Yeah, I know. Without Ian, we've got nothing. Yeah, you know, without Ian, we have to keep handing the mic off to figure out what to do. Yeah, I mean, there's still no proof that this even works, but we don't need proof. So, since you guys are in Morris for the first time, what do you think? What What have you seen? So you've been in the student center, and you heard some music coming from Tech Word Center with a barn dance tonight. It's hall. I worked it two years ago. And so, Sam and I aren't getting anything. I've got a couple things. Well, the first thing I'll say is... Speak into it. The first thing I'll say is that Morris is very piracy. Wow. Now, what does that mean for those who don't know? Wasn't that a good... Wasn't that a good Morrissey joke? No. That was an awful Morrissey joke. Yeah. Because... I don't even have sufficient context oh, to make a good one. I, have a fun but fact I actually have real legit non-sarcastic things to say there, but first. So before you get into your cheat, just, just remember, the largest earthquake in Minnesota was recorded in Morris in 1976, I think it was. Fun fact about Morris. Alright, back to you. Wow. So, Morris, Morris has actually been pretty fun. Uh, we, we rolled in around 10.45 uh, and dashed up the stairs to figure out uh, where where exactly we were. And then the science building has two branches, and we had to run over to the other branch? It's, it's very science -y. Did you go to science 10.20 or 10.31? We did, and then, well, we didn't actually go there because Ian was like, this is dumb. I know where it's happening. And, and he showed us where, where, we were, where we were supposed to go, and it's awesome. Um, but uh, we've also been downtown a little bit. I guess that would be considered downtown. Is that downtown? Yeah, that's Main right. Street. That's that's Main Street. It is town. It is town. My next question. My, I, I have a question for the Morrisites in, in, in the room. If that's a, if that's the demonym you prefer. Um, what is there an uptown to Morris then? But uh, <laughs> maybe this is the is uptown. This, uptown? Is this is as close as you get. After my house. So there are two different Morrises. There's the Morris that you'll hear about here on the podcast, which is the College Morris, where all the young people go, and they spend all the time at the college, or they go to yeah. Willie's, which is the local grocery store shop. And then there's the Real Morris, which is where 85% of the population of Morris interacts. That's where you've got a lot of old, religious, mostly white, some Hispanic people who work there. Um, as for Uptown, the upscale fun place to go on Morris, 
Uh, Johnstone Entertainment, where I am not employed right now, is the best place to go in Morrisville and have a good time. <laughs> Uh, I, so that's Stratcom, by the way. <laughs> what you were doing, that was that was that was Stratcom. That was fine. Um, but yes, I, I can I can also put a seal of approval on Java Gaming because that's where we were for a little while. Uh, so uh, stepping back a bit, we after we saw uh, Brian's uh, presentation, we went over to uh, lunch at an Italian restaurant in town, which is awesome. What was it called? Does anybody know? Okay, I can't yes. say that. Yes, um, <laughs> it was awesome. Don was open still. Or was it Nose Rose? Well, if it was Italian, it would have been Bellacchina. It was Bellacchina, yeah. And it was awesome. And then we went to Radio Shack. No, wait. Yeah, no, it was Radio Shack. Yeah. We did go to Radio Shack. Oh, that's where we got the adapter. Yeah, so that's where we got the adapter. Which, yeah, which yeah. Exists. yeah. I know. Well, I'm going to yeah, talk so about it right after. So, uh, yes, I, th I think now would be an appropriate time to discuss our trip to Radio Shack and the acquisition of said adapter. Well, so it turns out, as production manager, I don't know how to production. And so I bought the wrong cable. Uh, I was supposed to buy whatever that is, 3.5 millimeter to whatever is supposed to go into a mic, which is not male, apparently. The mic does not identify as I don't understand. <laughs> I still don't get it. Well, anyway, so it turns out that you can't really buy XLR parts from other than just, like, a, a guitar store or, you know, some kind of music store. There's not a lot of places to go these days. Except, except in Morris, where there's a radio shack on the main street in the town, which is amazing. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's it is beautiful. It is incredible. And they had one just sitting right there on the shelf, mislabeled, but it was still good enough. <laughs> but, you know, for all your technological needs, Johnstown Entertainment seems uh, <laughs> much more affordable than Radio Shack. They typically have corporate markup. We don't have that. We're a small family-owned company. Compassy. John Amundsen is always... Why do you keep saying we, Sam? I thought you said you didn't. You don't work there. Uh, go to hell, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what I could say about that is would your business have XLR adapters? <laughs> Good question. Good question. <laughs> of course they would. You just have to give me a... 14 day notice, okay. and I was having for you for the same price as Radar Shack plus $3.99 shipping. Okay. Well, I think I gave you about a four minute notice, so that's the best I can do. Sorry. So, uh, moving on to something totally random and different, I want to hear, Brian, about how you modified the, um, the NATO uh, watch band you got there to actually work with an Apple Watch because my Apple Watch does not is not that fancy and I'd like to hear that story. Some website sells a NATO band Apple Watch thing for like forty dollars and I bought it or it was given to me. That was all. So some combo so, that they made. So I think it's a lugs. If you want to buy just lugs for different colors, speak into it. The metal part. The mellowest voice. Total silence. The metal part can be different colors. There are multiple colors they have. I don't know. I thought it worked pretty well. I don't think I'll get an Apple one because this one works pretty well. Gotcha. So. Yeah, and it also it has, uh, I was wearing black because I matched my belt and my shoes. <laughs> I have a leather one that's brown, and I have my black sport, but it's not quite as classy as the NATO. The NATO isn't always classy either. And then also any 
you can gotcha. install more apps on the phone. That yeah, that's really that's really interesting because of course, um, because I am trash, I really like the Apple uh, NATO-esque watch bands that they have there. But of course, they're totally not functional, um, as you might imagine. Uh, it's such a pseudo NATO watch band to be. Um, one could argue, one could argue that the that most Apple watch bands are not terribly functional, but the watch itself is pretty uh, awesome and nice, right? But if you want to hear me ramble more about that stuff, uh, listen to any episode of podcast that I am on, pretty much. Um, Again, that's Stratcom. That, that, yes, this, wow. is, this is also bad, but Stratcom. That's skill. Segways, and not like the sort of thing that you ride on with two feet and lean forward, or whatever. What? Segways? Oh, right. Really? <laughs> on that note... So Max, how has how has it been? Or how's it been to be back in Morris and see senior seminar conferences as an alum? Well, I'll tell you something. Uh, this morning, I woke up in my car. That was entirely intentional, but it's still kind of surreal. Uh, so I drove my house slash car to this morning. Had some coffee, some breakfast, as you would. Uh, then I just kind of drove around for a while. Uh, I went to like Shopco. Nice. Ooh! Yep, big, big box experience. <laughs> uh, then just kind of saw the sights. And then I went to Senior Sam's. And that was uh, very interesting and quite grueling. When you say saw the sights, do you mean all one of them? That is, you saw the entire town at once with a cursor glance. You're like, oh, that took a years to Morse, right? Okay, so let's do like. Yeah, I kind of did a loop around the whole town. Just kind of drove, uh, looked at. Hills. What's that take? Like thirty seconds? Forty seconds? <laughs> uh, I mean, my car is not very fast, so uh, it took about a minute. Oh, oh, interesting. Did you hit any pedestrians on that on that street? I did not hit any pedestrians. Good. No, it's okay. We don't care. You can tell us the truth. <laughs> oh, that case. Only all of us are insured to just this. It's been a lot of fun to hang out more today and catch up with Brian and all these people that I've met Finally meet Ian. Finally meet Ian, yes, that's right. Holy shit, you just met Ian? Well, I mean, I don't the internet, but... Leave now, he's never going to go away. No, he's been following me for years. On Twitter. No, no, I mean in person. Ian Arbuck has been following me for like ten years now. Look, there he is, he's looking. I said his name and he perked up. So, I want to hear more from Max. Oh, no, Ian's turn, apparently. I perk up when people say my name almost as fast as I perk up when people say Star Wars. I just saw the seventh movie for the first time the other day. So... So I haven't really talked to Max for years. It's been uh, like three or four years since the banana episode, and I don't know what's happened to you since then. Like, like you know, Sam disappeared. Not you, Sam. The different Sam. Sam disappeared, and I know you existed in the world. So I want to know more about what you've been doing lately. Well, I was in Morris, a black hole of information and uh, souls. Yeah. So mostly, I was just uh, working on getting my degree, and then I. Read Graduated last uh, about a year ago, yeah. and now I'm working at a media company doing front end development. Oh, right. Cool. So, uh, what's that pay? <laughs> you can just give me the vague. Uh, let's start at forty k. Give, give me an up or down or a like, fifty. <laughs> 
it's between 50 and 100. Love it. Ooh. <laughs> that's more than I'll make in the rest of my life. Oh, come on. So so that's that's really good. I, I love when people work at media companies. That's good. So did you have like a secondary minor or second major or anything? Or was this just all computer science? I, no minor. I just did the absolute minimum work required. Uh, my boys. Yep, I'm min-maxing life right now. It's going according to plan. <laughs> that's why you're living in your car. Yes, my car offers the greatest uh, savings. Yeah. <laughs> you have to get a hotel. It's, uh, my car, okay, so my car is a station wagon, a very classy Ooh. station wagon. That. That's why it goes so slow. Oh, right. From 1995. Uh, it has space in the back for a full twin size bed. Of course. And I put that in there, and it's quite luxurious. And it's got a lot of use, if you know what we mean. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Well, that is good to hear that you're doing so well. I'm I'm glad. So I, I heard that you sent a picture to Sam earlier. Did that Did that work? Did Did it, yes. did it go through? Did it get a response? Uh, maybe. I would I would love to include Sam in the most vaguest way possible on the show. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think he's the one member that I haven't uh, had on a show in like ten years. Are we talking about the Eberts? Yes, the one true Sam. No, thanks. No, 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 no. <laughs> done. <laughs> Technically, I could say that you've been on more shows than him. But you haven't, so I can't. <laughs> how many shows has he been on? I, how many shows was Sam on? Like, 15? 15. Well, let's let's get a count. Let me open up the Sam. Didn't he have his own show? Yeah, Sam had his own show. I okay, want my own show. Okay, okay here's, here's the deal. I'll offer you this. You've been on a more recent show than him. Does that count? <laughs> Your voice just... You're so desperate to appease. Who hurt you when you failed to make them happy that you want to make me so happy Just now? you. Your TV is still on. Oh my god, you just touched my heart. Your TV? No, remember? No. Okay, well, whenever you were on Ian's show, your TV was always on in the background. Okay. Yeah. Did it get picked up by the mic? Yeah, all the okay. time. And okay. I, uh, we, we always made jokes about it. So I was making money from the Dragon Ball Z people. Sure. So yeah, I had to advertise watching, for If you were show. watching Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah, I had to have them advertised. Uh, update, Sam is not looked at the oh. image yet. You will know when he does. Okay. And according to my cursory and perhaps frighteningly error-prone uh, count of the number of shows that Sam has been on, the okay. uh, next is based on the based on the website. He's been on approximately thirty-nine-ish episodes. Yeah, don't include, don't include French. That's 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 fake. So divided by two. So divide. Yeah, I guess if we divide that by two, that's like eighteen-ish. Eighteen-ish. Yeah. And some of those aren't true. Okay, no, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number two, um, I guess considering that we're our audience, just something to self-reflect on. How empty are all of our lives that we keep coming back to recording ourselves talking? We don't even know if it's working. <laughs> and this is this is just what we do for fun. This is this is our lives. This is how we catch up with people we haven't seen in forever or ever. I, I mean, to be honest, this is how we catch up. I mean, Ian comes over all the time every Sunday after brunch to record some show about something, and I barely remember what it's even about. <laughs> Less frequent than we used to. Yeah, less frequent. <laughs> and podcast is uh, no comment. Yeah, no comment on that. Very regular. Yeah, so uh, here, here's podcast Brian for more. Oh, right. So podcast started off. We almost did weekly for the whole summer. Yep. And then uh, I went to Denmark, and that didn't help anything. It was basically Sunday night for me it was the only time that worked. I think it was Sunday night for us too, wasn't it? Yep. Well, like afternoon. <laughs> I don't know. Unless it got late, and then it was like one a.m. for me, and it was like six for you or something like that. But no, whatever. I live at 30s every day. Um, 
Um, Old Mike. <laughs> and then, like, I came back to Minnesota. Winter break, we did one or two. And then uh, I started to be really busy, and then see your son and then we, and then... And now this, so hey. Yeah. Well, for th- a few weeks here, you know, I've been at work, and we had been hiding out the fact that we were going to come up here, so we could not have talked to you at all for any reason. It was complete firewall and radio silence. Yes, admittedly, I would be the person who would just be like, looking forward to seeing your presentation on Saturday. <laughs> on Twitter, of course. Yeah. On Twitter. And then, every, and, then, uh, and then I would have been blocked and reported for spam. Deservedly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, your name's Brian, is it? Um, you were not wearing that bow tie when you gave a presentation. You were not. You were wearing a real tie. So, a, a bow tie is a real tie. Why? However, this bow tie has a clip in the back. It's not even a real bow tie. So, it's... It's, so if you start at real ties, it's not a real tie, it's not a real bow tie, so it's two levels down from that, which is one lower than what you were trying to already give me crap for. <laughs> if I was your professor, I'd have failed you on principle. You would have to do it again. We demand proper fashion, real ties, or at least real clip-on ties, not clip-on bow ties. Um, uh, I have one argument to this, and that is Bill Nye, the science guy. Excuse me while I drop the mic. Who? So Bill Nye came to Morris uh, fall semester last year. Um, I'll plug myself here. He signed my Bill Nye, the science guy, Cards Against Humanity card. It's pretty cool. Anyway, he has a bunch of real bow ties that he ties himself. Someone asked him that in the questions. However, I've seen bow ties that have a clip that are on the front. This one at least has the fabric that goes around and connects to the back. So it's like a second-rate bow tie, not a third-rate. <laughs> okay, yeah, fine. I'd give you a D in your senior seminar if I was your professor for that. It's a pass-fail class, so... Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'll let you know. So speaking of senior seminar stuff, we were discussing what we would do if the U of M cities had senior seminars and stuff. What did you do? Well, we don't have that. No, any there's, there's no none of that. We just we just take our last class and we go to graduate school. Yeah, we don't do that. That that, that costs money and that sucks. Well, so you know, of course, you know, I'm the compilers guy, so I probably would have had to talk about compilers because I'm compelled. But what, what, what about Brandon? Because you know, he's he's just all over the place. Yes, that is a good question. So I am. Uh, in the rather strange position, even though the U of M Seaside program doesn't have uh, a capstone sort of class or a capstone project sort of thing, uh, the journalism school does. So I will end up doing something vaguely similar to that. Um, and and that wasn't really the question, though, was it? No, so I guess, so I guess um, if I were if I were to do something in Seaside, I would probably uh, I'd probably do something related to. Um, Something really probably boring to most people is test-driven development because that's something that I really enjoy. Um, 
Yeah, there have been talks about it. Really? Oh, well, that's, that's good to hear. I'm glad that I picked a thesis topic out of midair that is totally yeah. relevant. Yeah, midair. Totally yeah. relevant to the things you do, actually. <laughs> well, you know. Um, but, but my actual thesis is considering doing something on uh, Crisis Com because Crisis Com is my jam. Uh, so, Crisis Tracker. Yeah, in no small part, right? But a, a, lot of, a lot of my interest has to do with like the way that um, huge companies and massive brands like how, how those hashtag brands like oh. handle crises um, right right and like one of, one of the biggest and like most contemporary examples is like apple versus the fbi right because everyone's like oh well the encryption thing is just for it's just for show you know it's, it's, it's you know they don't really understand what this you know what role encryption is supposed to play and i don't buy into that but I think that it's really interesting that that's a route that, in this case, law enforcement shows to shows to shows to hey, when talking about Apple's kind of perspective on things. Now, from a from a stratcomer kind of thing, as as I would take such a thesis. Um, is it moral? I, uh, I'd probably end up talking more about like how antagonists in general um, respond to a brand new crisis. And there's tons of that brand like pronounced like my name. brand crisis. Hopefully there are not many of those. Um, so I guess um, I'll have to see whether any of that gets even remotely approved because. Uh, that still has to be approved, but it will well, be interesting to see nonetheless. No, However, my, my presentation will not be nearly as eventful, I think, and, and nearly as interesting as yours. Don't want to be living here. Thank you. Neither confirm nor deny my presence anywhere. Is yours public? I don't believe it is. I, okay. I think um, I think the way that it works is I write a paper, and it is read and reviewed by people, and I make edits that paper. And then eventually, uh, I get a bunch of professors, hopefully professors who like that, uh, to ask me questions about it. And then, if they like my answers to those questions, then I think I pass and graduate. But uh, I'm not 100% sure. This is, this is all very uh, whirlwind thing, which maybe isn't something I should be saying into a microphone. But literally this past Wednesday, I found out that I am... Uh, both graduating. But it's not like I'm uh, well, I knew that I was going to graduate sometime. Yeah. Uh, I, I knew that I was going to graduate the worst thing next, next, uh, next summer because that's, that's four years for me. Um, but I figured out that I'm going to graduate in the fall instead, which is neat and new and um, a little bit surprising. But that has lots of effects on things like when I write my thesis because that means I have to write it in the next six months. Um, but luckily, the journalism school has ways of doing this because, in some ways, it's more rigorous than the average thesis program at the U, and in other ways, it's more watered down. Um, but it's going to be it's going to be pretty one way or another. But that's why, yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure it's not open because it's basically just professors questions about things. I think it's supposed to be at least indicative of a standard thesis defense if there is to be such a thing. I would not know, but I'm excited for it. Unless. 35W.
Okay, yeah. cool. That sounds that's a good difference from what we have. And I did it without a GPS and I was still working out. Yeah, my process was, the, was we started one semester. So we started in January looking for topics. My thought process went something along the lines of what's something I like? Ooh, Twitter's fun. What's something I have experience with? Uh, I've made bots that have with weather and location. Let's search geolocation in Twitter and see what comes up. And so I found some examples of uh, yeah, and the paper happened with that mostly over spring break-ish time. Yeah, on the train. Yeah, I wrote a, a solid, I wrote my migration section completely on the train. That's awesome. Then uh, I turned it in eventually a couple weeks ago, and then revised, 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 stress, stress, stress. Uh, I started my slides for this on Monday. <laughs> That's okay. Awesome. Solid. Well, actually, I technically had three done before, and like the structure, I had like my section headers, yeah. so I had the section slides. And I think I edited one slide that Sunday before, but effectively mm -hmm. Monday through uh, last night at midnight was my editing slides. Yes. Yes. He's watching Archer with me. Oh my god. I'm a, oh, I'm a fan now. I subscribed to our LaTeX on Reddit now. Oh my. And I'm redoing my resume in LaTeX. Uh, oh, no. That, that was a solid three that, hours that of procrastination that is, that, yeah. yesterday. Okay, that's just a waste of time. Can I grab this quick? So that's, that's really interesting because like all my friends are like addicted to LaTeX now. Like what, my, one of my friends who, uh, who uh, does work in statistics and <laughs> recently released a package on the R package manager to work with census data. His, he just like is addicted. He sent me his resume template for it and everything. So if you want, I can probably share it with you because I think you can borrow it somewhere else. So, it's probably my MacBook that is right in front of me right now, so I can probably uh, show it to you as soon as we're done recording here while someone else is talking, maybe even if I'm feeling not ambitious. Um, but I uh, recently, so one component of StratCom classes tends to be that you need to redo your resume in every class. Not necessarily really? because the class needs, requires it for any purpose, but because they consider resume development to be an important thing that That's weird. work on. And I, I am kind of weirded out by it, but... Um, the the, the CSET classes have none of that. Like, resume? What's that? So, do you have do you have two resumes? One for computer science, one for more journalism? Or? That is a good question. I do, and I almost always swap them whenever I show them to anybody. Which yeah. tends to make people feel very confused. Uh, which is which I'm I'm okay with. Uh -huh. But um, most recently, I, I just rewrote it all in Markdown because I was really uh, I wasn't happy with the source from which I was starting. Right, my previous resume that I wrote like literally two years ago um, for uh, a position that I currently have now. And I realized, hey, look, I've, I've had two years of, of work uh, now, and now all this other stuff that I had from like high school, or even the first year of college, uh, needs to be recalibrated to the actual things that I'm doing now. Um, it's pretty neat. I put on some contract work that I've been doing, other kind of related stuff. And it was really neat. And then, believe it or not, I printed the darn thing out in Markdown, and they were like, and I was like, oh, I know it's not formatted in the way you like it. Oh, this is inspired. And I'm like, yes, that's because it's basically standard uh, markup in CSS. So you, you, printed, you printed it when it was rendered, not as literal Markdown, right? Although, non rendered Markdown isn't too bad. No, but I thought. 
think they might have been really confused if it was unrendered. Oh, that's that's true. That's true. So I use um, Brett Terpstra's oh, of course awesome, you do. Uh, marked app, which is used to render markdown for things, and I actually really enjoy it. Otherwise, if I'm just uh, outputting it to HTML, I will sometimes just use. Uh, the markdown parser, well, whatever markdown parser you can get easiest from NPM. So I was on the, the LaTeX yeah. subreddit, and some people were, were asking about resumes. Um, someone said, should I turn in my resume in LaTeX or in PDF form? And uh, <laughs> so most people were like, well, why would you turn it in LaTeX form? A couple were like, that would be kind of cool. Like it shows that you know LaTeX, but like it also shows you don't have any like prediction skills. Yeah, if anyone actually cares that you did your resume in LaTeX, they would know it's LaTeX. Yeah, exactly. Like just include LaTeX rendered in its LaTeX way. Yeah, yeah. Unless you, I guess, save to like. Oh, so, speaking of license changes, we've had that. I don't, I don't know if this is really a thing we want to talk about. It is. Maybe, maybe it's not necessarily general interest. I mean, this will either be published or it won't be published, so it doesn't matter if you talk about it or don't talk about it. <laughs> Schrodinger's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. I think that's a podcast we might do. It's that's true. What is it? Schrodinger's what? What is it? Uh, I don't remember. It. I don't either. Uh, but it's a show we came up with yeah. on the way up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll think about it again on the way back. Okay, let me know. <laughs> I'm sure I'll say the same thing. I know. Uh, exactly. uh, the, uh, so what I was going to say, though, was... Uh, well, now I even forgot what I was going to say. Gosh, right? Oh, but to answer your question more specifically, yes, I do have two resumes, uh, but I recently merged them back into one because I figured that... Um, <laughs> so, when in the eventuality that I do apply for another position, I will have to write that resume to that position anyway. So, I just have all of this stuff in a markdown document, and I call that my resume, but I'll probably have to cut it and rewrite it, uh, and simplify something and expand it. We're just going to rotate towards each other slightly. Go from there. But I don't actually have a terribly... So, a lot, a lot of people tend to ask me, like, whether I'm going to go to the com route, or the tech route, web developer, or system architector. DevOps person who manages Docker containers all day. Um, it, by the way, if anyone has a job that's solely managing Docker containers, hit me up. Because I'm pretty sure I know Docker machine and all of the Docker options front to back, uh, upside down, and like the back of my hand. Because uh, yeah, that's a story for a different show. Everything. About it, but actually, just yeah. kind of straight from the originals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about putting my, my weather bots not on Heroku at some point. Finally, I should probably put them in the Docker container and put them somewhere. Yeah, like on the Linux slice. Yeah, I was thinking about we should talk, Brandon. I want to do that probably this summer because I want to. Like, Heroku works for 18 hours a day. Like, when I when I look for six hour chunks of time when they don't try to it becomes pretty apparent. Like, 
I was like, today. I think one account hasn't done a forecast in like a week because it is a safe bet time. So, I think it's once I graduate, I can start. Before I have a job, I can start dishing out more money per month. Yeah. That you know, you can even get. Yeah. Uh, this episode is not brought to you by Linode, but you can even get a ten dollar Linode server. That's all I would need. And that's, and that's what Ian has. I have the twenty dollar one. What do you, what do you have? You're used to Jalo. Same thing. That's true. I use DigitalOcean. I have that's all the five dollar a month DigitalOcean server, which is the most basic of basic DigitalOcean servers. In fact, I think the the UI, the admin UI for picking a DigitalOcean server gets kind of sad at me when I pick it up because it's like, oh come on, but I. I've never, CGI ever, ever had uh, any problems <laughs> with that, other than <laughs> one time when, so I, left, to the novel, when I, I was running an app that wasn't quite finished, um, and it was sort of like a CSI um, class project, yeah. uh, and there was some memory overrun of the C oh, okay. code, and it caused the whole thing to, to die. Well, I don't, I don't run uh, rogue software on my production servers, <laughs> that's why. See, that makes sense, but in this case, that server was far from production. Yeah, it was like, oh, okay. uh, it, it was like, uh, it was like worse than, it, it was like less stable than dev. Ooh. Like, super alpha, useless, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyhow, so I do use DigitalOcean. Um, I watched the It's good enough. It's really, 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 yeah, I, I like it a lot. I actually have two DigitalOcean servers. One that's just a random box that I run, so it's, it's, it's got I, Ubuntu. I, I think, I think it's running 14.4. Like mm-hmm. I'll probably have so to at some point in the future now that they're 16, 16.4. Docker host is really neat because this is where the whole containers this is where the theory started. Well, it's in the and you can you can manage the configurations a lot easier in my opinion. So, for example, if I'm building an app that uses like Redis to cache things, Rails or some sort of app framework engine environment engine, we would actually run the code and the outside world. I do that for what Docker does. And if I want, I can just like power them down, export and save them. And then I can change the things back up and fix them from there. Now, there is one other thing in the Docker universe that I think I might be interested in talking about. It's called Project Atomic. I don't know if you guys have heard of it at all. I don't hear about your cool things. So it's done by Docker. So Project Atomic is a thing that came out of the Red Hat world. It's not the one that's apparently actually has to do with like our uh, radiation and It's some tool that you can load over a network that will show system stats like CPU usage, basically like a web-based activity monitor. And logging the user account on the computer. Like this one? 
Uh, this is like the registry. No hits. I'm not sure what that is. This is a different Well, it runs in Project Builder too, I know. I don't remember what it's called. Oh, sorry. It never works. I can never log in on my own server, so I just SSH and don't deal with it. I'll be sure. I still have Gnome installed in there. It's kind of too much to install because. Why not? I don't know. You'll get it fixed um, when you get a real actual yeah. VPS. The thing is, I needed a, a GUI also, for partitioning oh and re-formatting uh, my hard drive. Because um, <laughs> I don't want to do it. So, this no. is, this is like that. so that's why I have no installed. But on a VPS, I don't have to manage it because I'm not like sending hard drives to one of the digital ocean to say, plug this 10 terabyte thing into this random SATA port map it to my computer. Next. At work, um, somebody brought up that, uh, so we're, we're doing a healthcare application, and we don't have data right now, but in the future, we might have a boatload of data, because it's collecting prescriptions from pharmacies across 17 states, and that's increasing. So apparently, Amazon offers the service where, if you ask them, they'll ship you this, you know, fairly large box, and it has, um, like, I don't know, like 250 terabytes worth of space in the box, and you can just plug in over a 10 gigabit port and just pump your data in it, send it back to them, and they'll just put it into S3 for you. And, and, it, and, it's, and it's cheap. You just you just pay like you know a temporary payment for the box, and when you send it back, they take it off, and you just pay for the S3 data like normal. That's cool. Because it's 250 terabytes, so that's going to that's going to take a while to store. But you know even fiber, that's going to take a long time. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, you you will really like the world of having a VPS. One continuous server always. I, I definitely think I will. Yeah, it's uh, it's not comparable. I've I've uh, I've been using well, last spring semester. I had my server and I had that in my dorm room. And since I see each IP is external and no ports are like firewalled. So yeah, I had that going all the time, which is nice. I didn't use it a ton, but. It was nice to have, and the computer science labs here, all the computers are on all the time. So I, I do have a quick machine I can access any time, but I try not to use it too much because I know I'm leaving here soon. Though, I don't think they've cleared out any old accounts for a couple of years, so I probably could still use it. I'm sure I'll log in. Yeah, I know Adrian Schiller left a message under root home folder on a couple machines over a few weeks or months ago. And Peter Dolan noticed. I wrote a message back. It's easy. Oh, that's so cool. I might do that too. Unless they change root patterns. Yeah, unless they figured out, like, we should probably change this. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Like, on the UMN campus, Twin Cities, we can't do that. Oh, Those computers are locked down. You know, our, we, don't, we can't get back. We don't have credentials anymore. We can't get into the network. We get nothing. That's why UMC side is great, because we have our own LDAP and NFS servers. And so things are managed. They work. It's not the best practices, but it's eff it's effective. It's localized, and we completely manage all of it. So it's nice that way. From my perspective, we also have our own LDAP. It's just a different LDAP that's bigger and worse. <laughs> hey, buddy. Yeah. Well, your LDAP can go be simple in the corner. 
Really problem, I guess that's all I have to say. Is, is, is that the other server that holds all of the games? So I was thinking we could probably tap them because our lab server is just more or less everyone's username is next up hundred. It used to be that case, but ten years ago I think it switched to next up hundred. So it can more or less mirror it. The only issue we have is home folders. I don't know what fields that's been stored. Maybe we can cache that on our website. At that point, we might as well run out. Can I use this for this? So I think we'd be happy with you guys. But we also want a whitelist, so only our own students. We also want a whitelist, so only our own computer science students would be able to For sure, and there's a bunch of different ways you can do that. But we'll do online. There's lots of fun stuff that can happen. That can happen related to LSD. One of the things that's kind of fun is I. Oh, did you get one? I gotta give him one. I have 250. I, I work a lot with like. They do. They pay for this. Yeah. Brian tells me that this season is really good. Hey, Shield. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I watched. I'm good. I don't know. Captain America appeared yet? Yeah, so, you know, like half of the people who started the show left us. So I don't know about that. That's kind of weird. Hi, Ian. How's it going? Good. Good? I like. I like having like a group where I brought all the people together because no matter who I go and talk to, I'm gonna have a good time, even if <laughs> nobody else can find people who they like to talk to. I, I, I Sam, I'm, I'm very selfish. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No, I mean, chances are, chances are, everybody who I want to hang out with is going to like hanging out with each other, but it's not a guarantee. But I, I have a guarantee for myself. So what do you guys have been talking about? I don't, I don't remember. Um, I heard something about firewalls. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were specifically just talking about your account and home folder are still there, not locked or archived. So you haven't been logging in occasionally just to say hi. Could have been. Oh my gosh, I hope I didn't have like a plain text file of all of my passwords there. I hope it is. That'd be awful. <laughs> it sounds like you may have. <laughs> no, I'm referencing the fact that Ryan has that on his uh, server desktop. What was it? So if you go to home.hubdown.com slash file slash pw.txt, have fun. Brian, get on it. Hey, Brandon, get on it. You guys last year? Oh my god! <laughs> you don't have to authenticate at all? No. What? Ryan! You're insane! I hope that's not the root password for SSH. I hope it's not any password. Okay, so to be honest, I don't know which one of those anymore is my password. So you can't even extort it out of me. I don't know. Now, furthermore, it doesn't matter even if you use it because I have to factor on all the accounts that that goes to, so it doesn't matter even in a bit. Uh, follow up. Was that your LastPass password? Or was that something Gmail. else? Gmail. Gmail. Okay. Which one of your 17 accounts is that? That is a mystery that is yet to be determined. Well, well, I'm sure some uh, active listener will determine that at some point. Right. Potentially, as yeah. you know, the next couple of decades. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, this reminds me of a particular XKCD where they it was like the time of encryption where the, the hackers discover that you have a 256-bit uh, encrypt and yada, yada, yada. Uh, it's no good. We can't get in. And then it said the, the next panel was like, the reality is, uh, oh, it's encrypted. Yeah. Take, this, take, take this lead pipe and some yeah. blocks and get it out of Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
It only works if they know the answer. Right, yes. I mean, the assumption is with a password that it, that's a thing that you know, as right. opposed right. to a thing that you have. I don't even have it or know it. I don't care. neither have it nor know it. Yeah, perhaps perhaps the best kind of authentication is something you don't have and something you don't know. Right. And something that nobody else does either. What? Okay. So I think now, now that I've you mentioned the portion of the show where... Um, I start saying, where's that voice? Um, what do you guys think? You're telling me you want to wrap this up? I don't know. I, 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 think, I think we've got at least another 40 minutes. But it's <laughs> I don't know if that's how shows work here anymore. We're, we're, I think we're going closer to an hour now, right? That's, uh, they've been getting short. Well, yeah, it's 52 minutes so far. All right, so we've got eight minutes to wrap this up. Okay, okay so what are we going to talk about for eight minutes? Okay, we're going to all set a timer for eight minutes. Oh, no. Let's, let's bring back this. Have we accounted for truncation yet? Yeah, nope. But Ryan doesn't edit the show. I don't edit the show. I'm going to start a fight to see if I can. Okay, good luck. Text them. There's Adam versus Visual Studio Code. I have not used VC Code. Never use VC Code. Textmate. My hot take is that Visual Studio Code somehow has better Git support, but I don't have it installed on my computer, so therefore I like Adam because Adam is on my computer. I was definitely expecting you to say Vim versus Emacs. Oh, come on. <laughs> Something that's actual. That's, that's it's the 2016. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, like, like, Apple's text edit versus... Why don't we all uh, stand? That's fun. <laughs> Who makes text wrangler? Oh, uh, I didn't mean to see you now. What? I didn't mean to see you now. So it's like, a, it's like a smaller version that's free of BD Edit. Because amazingly enough, text wrangler came install, pre-installed on my district. What? That's kind of cool. That's good. I remember using that. I remember using text wrangler freshman year of high school. Yeah, that's what that's what SPPS installs by default. I remember talking to Barebones on Twitter freshman year here at Morris about Text Wrangler not supporting Retina displays yet. And it doesn't have support it. They were working on it. That's all I have to say. I have to say the version of Adobe whatever whatever, so Photoshop and everything, uh, is weirdly pixelated. Is, is that because it doesn't support right now? CS6? I think it's CS5. Yeah, I, I think yeah. the later version of CS6 supports right now, but only, not the release version of CS6, and then I think Creative Cloud does support right now as well. So if you have anything older, it will look like utter crap. Yeah, because I think I definitely need to get a copy of my own, uh, not only because of that, but also because the raw format that my camera takes is too new for CS5.5. And that's why you update your software. If you want, if you want to try CSX, I do have. I, I did pay for a copy of CSX. So if you want to, if you want to, um, I don't know. If you've got camera raw and you just want to convert it to something that's not that, uh, I can I can help you out with that. I mean, I can do it on my desktop because I have a copy of CSX that. Uh, I totally legitimately got from a friend who had it from work and something, something. <laughs> something, something, something. <laughs> oh, is that right? You know what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bob, right? Yeah. I'm going to something. Isn't that a thing? Yeah, okay. That's the thing. What was it? What was the name of the voice? Was it Microsoft Sam? Yeah. Uh, there was know, multiple. Like, like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Sam, Bob, uh, okay. probably some more. Bill? I, mean, I prefer, I prefer Mac and Oh, of course you do. Um, do you guys remember? I, there's, there's the guy who talks like like a, 
like a church organ. Yes. Yes. Uh, is that fellow? He that's that was the voice used for the the old droid. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So I remember Those using the Max in, in Reinhardt's room to do the droid music. So you were you trying to start a fight and it failed. What else you got? I'll answer my own question. I don't know. Uh, I prefer uh, Adam simply because it has a better glowing text theme. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> I do notice that we're all standing, though. Yeah, which feels a lot more like intimidating than when we were all sitting together. Even though I just want to describe We're still on the same level, but somehow it feels more confrontational. Why? I think we're closer. We're all at eye level, and it's easier to pass the microphone. I don't know why we just didn't do this from the beginning. Because yeah, nobody was here before. Everybody left. <laughs> But now we can pretty yeah, much have one person hold just point the mic. Yeah, actually, apparently that's Brian now. I know it's true. The human mic stand. I'm Brian Michael. I think it's like 3 yeah. 4 I could have gotten the stand from the texture closet upstairs. Oh, wow. We're now in the country of Micastan. Oh, So do you know how many times today I've called you two, Brandon Mitchell, like all day today? I've counted at least three. Like That's impressive. I cannot distinguish between the two of you sometimes. Oh, I don't have my phone. You do it. So, uh, with the microphone, so people can try and time sync this to when we are talking. Yeah, guess what the picture is. Stand by. There we go. One more time. time. Did you hear it go? What is that thing on the bottom back of your phone? It's the Nexus. It's the new Nexus. That's, that's the fingerprint sensor. Good job. Oh, oh, right. yeah, no, I, I forgot I that was I know that. <laughs> I can recognize the Nexus. Okay. But I, I thought the... Yeah. I have one, too. It was kind of close. Are you everyone, feel how, feel how destroyed my home button is on my phone. Just press it. Oh, no. I don't know why. That happens to all my phones. I think I press it really hard. You really like going home. What? You really like going home. Do not recognize it. Gone home was an excellent game. You call me a homeboy. Oh, it did. Hold the whole thing. All right, now we're really angry now. Now everyone is pressing their phone touch sensors. My Mine was to reuse everything. Yeah. Well, yeah, you probably signed in at work. Nah, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not signing with this guy. I'll hold it for a minute. Well, so I have, so you know, I have uh, an enterprise. He's really Unfortunately, and they actually force you sort of, I assume, to sign in and have a password and passcode and a sucky thing. So I skipped all that by installing an application to hold the credentials for me. And use their server to do it. So that's why I got Nine. So what Nine lets me do is it's an app that lets you sign in with your, you know, enterprise Microsoft account, whatever they call that. Yeah. No one could have done Exchange. Exchange, that's what it's called. I can't remember what it's called anymore. And so the server, their server has the credentials, and my phone just interfaces with the server. So I don't have to have any of that nonsense on my phone. So you you choose when you let when you let your work be. Authenticated your phone, so it's no. It's always authenticated oh, through right. the app nine, but, yeah. but it, my work never sees yeah. my phone directly. Oh, so it's an app abstracting what yeah. used to be a system thing. Uh-huh. Oh, that's nice. So it's it a little more separated, right? Yeah. Okay. Does, so they can't force me to suck. Does your work pay for your phone or anything? Yeah, yeah. yeah. as a definitely wasn't hasn't supported like Android having access to the email system in a very very long time. Um, so what I had to do was we have a dual email systems, right? We have Lotus Notes uh, for the at spps.org. Still, I remember that junior high. Yeah, still using it. Uh, yeah, they are. Um, and I, I mean, they've they've bent over backwards to like. 
get this working on the iPads, right? Because everybody has the iPads. That's just yeah, all the students and all the staff. But the students don't use both enough, right? Um, because the at stpaul.k12.mn.us account, um, which all the students have, and you staff are supposed to avoid that. You're supposed to have it automatically forward onto your svps.org account. Um, that one is just a Gmail account, right? Because that's, that's the that's um, apps for education. Yeah. Um, I decided that I did not want to ever have to touch Lotus Notes. So I went the other way. I figured out how to have Lotus Notes automatically forwarded to my Google account. And unfortunately, um, I, you still can't just sign into the uh, the, the apps for education account through the Gmail app on Android. Uh, because you, you still would have to give SPPS like complete access uh, as an administrator, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it is currently IMAP to the Gmail servers, which is kind of inconsistent. Sometimes I have to re-put in all the passwords and stuff. Um, but I'm halfway happy with it because now I can receive emails uh, on my watch while I'm teaching class and just go, I don't care about that one. Don't wait. Three hours where can we find you on the internet? Who's completely straight? Well, as, as you might have known, I'm Brandon, and you can find me on Twitter at Brandon underscore MN or on Talk Show. And you know, it was a. Now he. I'm Ian Arbuck. You can find me just about anywhere at Ian Arbuck. Hopefully soon at ianarbuck.com. Yeah, yeah. Next Monday, you can find me on the train sometimes. I'm Brian Mitchell. You can find me on Twitter at Brian Mitchell. Of course, you can find me just whatever. And of course, on this show in the middle of Morris, in Louis' lower level. Yeah. We still haven't figured out which show this is going to go on. That's why I said. That's why I said this show. That means to make. Yeah, at the time, time, next special. Special. I, I'm just gonna think of like a tent because it's kind of a variety show. It's, it's, it's just not like an event. It's kind of like a variety show. Yeah, this feels ten. Ten. We're gonna go with ten. Our best friend, our mutual best friend. Okay. What else do we have? Is that it? Are we done? Yeah, I think we're done. Okay. Have a good one. Bye, friend. Bye, Andy Bailey. I wish you could be here, but you didn't go to Morris. Maybe Max Fear. I don't know if Max Fear could listen to the show. Max Fear. Yeah, it's not you. We might have a best friend. If I just start ranting, I'll explain. It's time to go for a nitro cold brew. I'll probably at least listen to part of it. I was like, where is it? Well, you should play the episode that he was on so that he remembers. Right. So that he's like, do that again. Wow. I know. Okay. Well, it's been fun having everybody yeah. here so gather all in one place at one time. Somehow, I don't know how this happened. Through the magic of scheduling for one event. Yeah, it's that's pretty cool. That after five times, I finally met Brandon Johnson. I stopped so I wouldn't mess up. Well, no. If I stop while I'm ahead, then I don't have to think about what his last name is. Yeah. <laughs> How do you mess up the most common last name? It's been You're the one who keeps calling him Brandon Mitchell. Well, so that's because I'm messing up the first name. <laughs> Brian and Brandon. I mean, I'm already, I've already said the wrong first name, so just alternate last name. <laughs> Do you have anything to say about that, Brandon Mitchell? Yeah. 
And with that, have a good one. That was perfect. I was hoping we were going to match up for completely confidence. Those are the only two options. Yeah. Either way, it would have been good. I could have not done a good value. That's true. I mean, whales. Beluga whales. Beluga whales.